Welcome to Foundation Church's weekly message. We hope you are equipped by this message from Pastor Tom Lively. For more information about our church, please visit foundationchurchfl.com. Let your yes be yes and your no be no, for whatever is more than these is from the evil one. You know what that means? Is whatever is more than a yes and more than a no is from the evil one. Life is simple. Got one little tacit. Amen. It's because a lot of us like to operate in the maybes. You know what you do is you just don't answer. If you don't know what, what the answer is, just say nothing. Let your words be few. But don't I'll try. Don't I believe. Don't we'll see. God can heal, but I don't know if he will heal. God can protect me, but you never know if it's his will for me to die of a virus. It's your yes be yes and your no be be no. Otherwise, you're double-minded. You're lukewarm in that area. You're lukewarm overall. Like, what kind of church did I walk into this morning? This is the right one. This is the right one. These are Bible verses. Listen, I, I lean on this firmly. Jesus is meaner than me. <laughs> he is. You ever read him? This stuff is really true. It's very simple, but it's not easy. Life is really, really a simple thing. Let your yes be yes, your no be no, for whatever is more than these is from the evil one. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 5 says, we demolish arguments in every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. See, life is easy. It really is simple. We demolish every argument and every pretension that's against the Bible. Adding your wisdom is against the Bible. I believe that, but you have to use wisdom. That is against the Bible. You are to demolish that argument. Well, I believe, you know, in, in, in Matthew 16, 19, and I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. I believe that. But you know, Tommy, you know, I mean, these crazy times, you got to use wisdom. That's heresy. It's nothing more than heresy. Life really is simple. You take that argument, you make it obedient to Christ in all areas of your life. If you're a husband, you go, am I loving my wife like Christ loved the church? Or am I a jerk? Let your yes be yes and your no be no. If you don't know, I haven't said this for a while, go ask her. Look her in the eye. Say, hey, babe, love you. You may want to lay a little groundwork. Love you. Simple question for you. Am I a jerk? Ask her. Don't hide. Don't be afraid. Find out. James chapter 1, 6 to 8 says this. But let him ask in faith with no doubting. It's either yes or no. Do you believe what you're praying for or do you not? It's with no doubting. Well, I don't want to take that chance. I'm praying for healing and if I don't get healed. Well, if you don't get healed, what have you lost? Well, people will see that I took a stand and I didn't get healed. Who cares? Who cares what they think? But let them ask in faith with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. 
For let that, let that man not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. This is what you see inside the church today. Whether you go use COVID as an example or not, you see people who are double-minded and it's unstable. You're either, Psalm 91 is either true or it's not. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. No plague shall draw near thy dwelling. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. It's either true or it's not. Let your yes be yes or your no be no. Say it out loud. I don't believe for provision. I don't believe for protection. I don't believe for healing. Say it out loud. Or say that you do. It's yes or no. That's what you do. Otherwise, you're unstable. That's why the American church is unstable. The government comes in and says, you know, we want you to jump. And this church just answers back, how high? Instead of, I will not comply. Oh, Tommy, that's not, that's not right. <laughs> Romans 13 says to, to obey your ruling authorities. We don't have ruling authorities. We have a written document that says you are free. It is for freedom that Christ has set you free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burned again by a yoke of slavery. I will not be marked. I will not be tattooed. I will not be masked. I will not be separated. I will not be quarantined. I'm not going to be quarantined for your health. Amen. That's what you do. Romans 13 is, you know, when you drive home today and you got blue lights come on behind you, pull over. That's reasonable. Stick a double mask on your face and inject yourself with a toxic vaccine is not reasonable. It's so funny that all the churches closed in March of 2020 under the umbrella of Romans 13 and then send millions and billions of dollars overseas to underground churches violating the principle for that which they closed their own church. They send millions of dollars to the underground church in China every year from America. Those same churches close themselves under Romans 13 and the churches that they're sending the money to violate Romans 13 according to their own understanding of it every day. The underground church in Iran, the underground church in Saudi Arabia, the underground church in many Arab countries are sent millions of dollars by Romans 13 Christians. How does that make sense? Because there's, there's circumstances where you do not obey your ruling authorities, even though that never applies to an American. We have a, we have a constitution, we have a contract. We don't have ruling authorities, we have elected officials that work for you. Everybody seems to forget. I don't, I don't look at Ron DeSantis and go, he's my ruler. I look at his, I elected him for my interests. Thank you. Perform them. Thank you for doing a good job, Governor. Tip my hat to you, Governor. I certainly don't look at the Congress or the Senate as my rulers. I certainly don't look at Joe Biden as my rulers. Tom, you know, don't jump in the politics. I don't care. You need to understand something. I don't care. I'm gone. I'm gone. It doesn't matter anymore. Nobody's inviting me. I've got no tour upcoming. Nothing. 
I've got nothing. That's it. There's only one place on planet Earth I've ever been asked to preach. That's Rodney Howard Brown's church. That's it. The only, only, listen, only the extreme of the extremes want me around. And I only, I'm only, I'm only comfortable with them. I go up there, I go up to Rodney Howard Brown Church, or I'm here with all of you guys. We're all the same. Just a whole bunch of radicals who will not comply, will not bend our knees, will not do those things. You see, it's not about just not bending your knees to the government. It's about not bending your knees to the antichrist spirit. Anything wanting to mark you, separate, and none of it makes any sense. Let me go to Israel. Got my documentation for today. Here's out of Israel. I want to show you how none of this makes any sense. One of the most compliant nations, I can't remember the scripture verse, the the, uh, chapter and verse right now, but it's a land for which the Lord your God cares. You can look it up on your phone right now, maybe you can shout out to me, but it's a land for which the Lord your God cares. The eyes of the Lord your God are always on it from the beginning of the year to the very end of the year. So this is the land for which the Lord your God cares, right? They're the most vaxxed country on the planet. Number one, that's statistically 100% True. Number two is Mongolia. I don't know. Israel is number one. What is the hottest COVID spot on the planet right now? Israel. Number one in vaccines. Number one in masks. Number one in mitigations. Number one in compliance. 70 to 90% of their population is fully vaxxed. Fully vaxxed. They just got banned from Sweden. You're not allowed to travel from Israel to Sweden. It makes no sense, folks. They tell you to vax, they tell you to mask, and the virus is still exploding. You know why? Because you can't vax or mask against a respiratory ever-mutating virus, and when you take a vaccination, you cause it to mutate again. We'd have alpha right now still. Delta came about because of what? The vaccination. Where did Delta come from? The country of India, which 7% of their population is vaccinated. And now they have no Delta variant. We have it all over the place because we keep mutating the virus. Because 150, 170 million Americans have taken a double vaccination of Pfizer or Moderna. But India, where they don't take it, and where the, where the, where the mutation actually began because the, because the vaccinations began there, they're only 7% of their population is vaccinated. It's gone. Strange how that works, isn't it? You know, we talk about a lot about Afghanistan right now. 2% of their population is vaccinated. They've had 7,000 COVID deaths out of 30 million people. None of it makes any sense. That's how you know it's the devil. That's how you know it's the devil. It makes no sense. Suddenly, you're supposed to wear a mask to strain out a respiratory virus. Nobody's ever worn them before, but suddenly, it's what you're supposed to do. What else is going on in Israel? This is from the medical director of the Herzog uh, Hospital in Jerusalem. Kind of a big deal. How's that vaccination working? Well, let's look. 85 to 90% 
of their hospitalizations are fully vaxxed. Remember how they told you? Well, it doesn't really, you know, stop you from transmitting the virus, but and then again, why take it? But anyway, I digress. But you know what? It, it prevents severe infection. Well, that's strange because 85 to 90% of the hospitalizations, which means severe infection, are fully vaxxed, double jabbed. 85 to 90% of the hospitalizations. And then once you're inside the hospital, 95% of their severe hospitalizations are double vaxxed. The reason why we know this is because their health reporting system is transparent. They cannot come out directly against the vaccinations, but they can report on problems with people who are vaccinated. They're under contract with Pfizer and Moderna not to speak about the adverse effects of vaccinations. They're under contract with them. But they can report their hospital stats. 64% of COVID deaths in the UK since January are fully vaccinated people. You're like, well, that's not happening in America because we keep hearing that all these hospitals are jam-packed full of the unvaccinated. Those are bold-faced lies. I showed the graphs on the podcast last night. You know what tells the truth? Not a greasy, slimy, dementia-ridden politician, but graphs. I like graphs. They're not biased. They're graphs. And I showed them last night that if you follow the squiggly lines, and you look at COVID spikes and how that it affects normal hospitalizations, it has no effect in Texas, in Germany, and in the United States. Showed them all last night. That we're being overrun. That's another lie. I have film from Sarasota Memorial Hospital, empty. Inglewood Hospital, empty. Venice Hospital, empty. If we were being overrun, certainly this community would be overrun. We're running about five to 600,000 people with a high elderly population. Nobody goes home anymore. Remember how we used to have seasons? Those are gone. Remember we used to all empty out? Not anymore, so everybody's still here. We'd be overrun. Their lives. So what did they do? So 95% of their severe hospital infections of COVID-19 are fully vaccinated people. 90% overall of all their hospitalizations for COVID-19 are fully vaccinated. So what does Israel do in response? Require a third booster. It's mandated. Can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without it. Your green pass in Israel? What Tom, I'm sick and tired of you talking about politics. You're at the wrong church. Ask the Holy Spirit if he wants you to leave. Ask him. Don't go by your feelings, whoa-oh-oh feelings. <laughs> Ask him if he wants you to leave. <laughs> just because you, you're offended doesn't mean you're supposed to go. I wouldn't go to a church that didn't offend me. I want to be offended. I like it. <laughs> I was sitting there at the men's conference the other night at the River Church. And I'm like, well, you know, they've like put right down your stuff on a card that you need to get rid of in your life, your mountains that need to be moved and go burn them in the, in the barrel. And I was like, well, that's not me. And God goes, excuse me? Here's three for you. Yes, Lord. Give me paper, pencil. Stood in line. That was actually the last one in line, a thousand guys. Seriously, a thousand guys. We all marched in through them in there. You don't have an option. This is my option to go, I don't have anything. Uh, uh, no, you do. 
Amen. None of this stuff makes any sense. And this is not politics. So you can be offended all you want. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And then no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of the man. And that number is 666. If you're looking for a 666, you're ignorant of the word. It's the number of a man. What's the, what's the perfect number of a man? A QR code. It's something that represents man, not just a, there's not going to be people walking around with giant 666s on their forehead. I know that's what the movie, it's not going to be that. The vaccines themselves are not the mark of the beast. They're greasing the skids. You cannot buy, sell, trade, or travel in Israel without your green pass. And they just revoked it. They revoked their green passes. Why? Because they're not, they haven't got their third booster yet. You get it pulled back until you come in and get it. You can't buy, sell, trade, or travel. Can't go to synagogue. Can't go to a ball game. Can't go to a soccer game. Can't get on a plane. Doesn't that sound like the Bible? It certainly sounds like Revelation 16, 13, 16 through 18, does it not? So that's not politics. Why is that not being, why is that not being shouted from every pulpit in the nation? Around the world. Where's the church in Israel? Where's the church in Australia? Where they're building three COVID camps right now. Three COVID internment camps now. And that's not right-wing conspiracy. They're proud of it. They're making commercials about it. I played them on the podcast. Commercials, they look like, it looks like an arch church commercial. He's all these arch churches, you know, welcome, better together, better alone, blah, 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 your home. You're awesome, you're fam, whatever it is. Church fam. They look just like an art church commercial. They play that music. Dun, 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 dun. They're, building their, they're building the cove. This is going to be great for the economy. The planes will fly right in. You get off and go right to your internment camp. Woo! You don't have to have, you don't have to have probable cause anymore to pull people over in Australia. You're arresting people for incitement. They're gone. Where's, where, where's Hillsong Church? Where, where, where are you at, Brian Houston? I'm just curious. I know where Rodney Howard Brown stands. I'm going to talk about big international names. I know where Rodney stands. You're like, you're prejudiced towards him. Yep, he stood. You say whatever else you want. He's my, person, he's my pastor. I love him. Say whatever else you want. He stands. Unmoved, arrested. Arthur Pulaski, who we had here. Stands, arrested. Tony Spell in Louisiana, stands, arrested. Greg Locke, stands, yet to be arrested. But maybe on the cusp. That's who I'll go to. Where's, where, where, are these, where are these international leaders? Where's, where's, the, where's the churches in Sarasota County? Where are the churches in Charlotte County? Who's talking about the mark of the beast? No, they're talking about your best life now and naked and unafraid. Sand and stars. Let me find out, what else can I type off the internet? Well, let me see. This will keep people staying. This will keep people giving. Praise Jesus. They're afraid to preach the gospel. They're afraid of what they'll lose. They're counting the cost. 
A lot of, a lot of churches are afraid to repent because they'll look stupid. You already do look stupid. I think you're stupid. I hope you're watching right now. Yeah, I think you're stupid. Open your church now, coward. We never closed. I can tell you flat out that it was odd here. It was weird. Driving to church on Sunday morning in March of 2020. Wasn't a soul on the road. I'm sitting here going, man, this is, this is the apocalypse. Somebody get your phone. Let me just teach you to now. It's like that commercial, you're afraid of becoming like your parents, like Geico, whatever it is. There's a mute button on your phone. That's what you do. It's simple as that. I used to point the remote at my wife with the mute button from my, my uh, TV. Mute. Mute. <laughs> and then I found out that I was taking a vow of celibacy doing that, so I stopped. <laughs> I wasn't wanting to fast sex, so I stopped doing that. <laughs> so how do you evangelize? How do you turn this around? How do you do it? You preach, you preach Mark of the Beast from the pulpit. What, what, what are we afraid? And, what, and you're like, Tom, you have a pulpit, I don't. Yes, you do. There's not anybody in this room who's not a minister of the gospel of Jesus. If you actually took a hold of that, God would open doors, but you don't. You attend church instead of being the church. So how do you evangelize? You soften the blow or preach the word? Listen, I've, not very hard in a full transparency. I've tried to soften the blow before. You know, it was like 10, 12 years ago. I went through a little phase where I like, well, maybe I ought to take a little bit of the edge off. And I hated it, so I went right back. It lasted like a half of a service. <laughs> and I went right back. Do you soften the blow or do you preach the word? Let me just tell you something. Lulling people to sleep is not evangelism. Teaching people that they're saved when they're not is not evangelism. I'm telling you, there is a sizable, I don't know percentage what it is. I hope it's not the majority, but my gut feeling tells me that it is. I believe the majority of the evangelical church in America is not saved. It certainly isn't in Australia. I just, I'm just curious. I, I can't get off of it in my mind right now. Where are all the names? Where are they? I'm just curious. Why is it that it's people like me and Tony Spell who you never heard of before? Where, where are the names coming out? Why is T.D. Jakes telling you that you can't come to church without a mask on? How much longer is it going to be until he tells everybody they can't come to church until they're vaccinated? Especially since his church has already been used as a vaccination center. Whoops! Could that be because of PPP money? Where, where's the Graham family? Franklin Graham says the vaccinations were sent from heaven. I don't think the 13,000 people on the VAERS report would agree, or the 45,000 that Thomas Rents in his federal lawsuit is alleging died of the vaccine. I don't think they would say that it's a blessing from heaven. I don't think the people that walked in with a smile on their face and walked out with Bell's palsy would say it's a blessing. But that's the easy way to go. 
When you know that 95% of the American church buys lock, stock, and barrel to whatever they're told by the federal government, you just keep the money coming in because in the name of love, look how compliant I am. Jesus wasn't compliant. They nailed him to a freaking tree. You don't get that when you're compliant. Peter and John were not compliant to the Sanhedrin. Who should we obey, men or God? Paul was not compliant. For do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I still please men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. Galatians 1.10. He wasn't compliant. Never Listen, don't look to be compliant. I'm not saying look to be a jerk, but you should question everything. It's people talking, question it. Bible, if it says yes, you say what? Yes, if it says no, you say? No. That's, that's it, no, that's Bible. If I say yes, you should question it. You coming to me for dietary advice? Look at me, I wouldn't come to me for dietary advice. <laughs> well, you know, I'm on this plan now. Who cares what plan you're on? I love the people who get on some new diet and they're 70 pounds overweight and they're going around evangelizing. Keep your mouth shut until all the weight's off and you've lived like that for a decade. Thank you. That's it. Don't want to hear about your seaweed. I don't want to hear about your gluten. I don't want to hear it. Let me tell you about my new workout. Look, why would I want your workout? I espouse the Bible because I know the Bible. I don't espouse diets. Do you know what I'm going to eat today? My vegetables come in a scoop. Once a day that I hack down like there's no tomorrow, like a giant horse pill. Yesterday, I ate chicken wings. A Philly cheesesteak sandwich and potato chips. <laughs> I did not feel well this morning. <laughs> the only vegetable that crosses my lips intact is jalapeno peppers. So I'm not going to tell you how to live. I'm not going to tell you what to eat. You're not asking, I'm not telling. Nobody does come up and ask me. Hey Tom, how do you, how do you pull off looking the way you look? Nobody says a word to me like that. I'm mesmerized by your look. <laughs> Nothing. I, do, I go up to people and ask them, hey, what do you, because they've earned the right. But lots of people, how do you evangelize? You fool people into thinking they're saved when they're not? Is that evangelism? Well, we've got a full church. What does that matter? Are they saved? Are they disciples? Are they going to heaven when they die? Then they're not going to heaven by art church doctrine. Better together in church fam. That's not getting you to heaven. Tolerance and accommodation is not getting you to heaven. You'll be judged by Jesus who is the word. And the books were open and another book was open which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and them, and they were judged every man according to their works. 
And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Revelation 20, 11 through 15, the great white throne judgment, which is going to happen whether the ark church believes it or not. I'm telling you right now that most Christians in America don't even believe in the second coming, don't even believe in the judgment of God, don't even believe in the mark of the beast. Otherwise, they'd be talking about it. They don't say a word. And you might be thinking, well, you're a doomsday guy. I'm not. I'm speaking about this so that we can turn it around. If I thought it was hopeless, I would tell you. And you could decide whether or not I was right. I don't think anything is hopeless. I'll tell you this. You know what generation stinks? Get ready to be offended. <laughs> Get ready. People from 30 to my age, I'm 52, about to be 53, stink. What a wretched generation. I'm not kidding you. What a bunch of, what a bunch of cowards. What a bunch of little, what a bunch of pansies. The generation that's actually, this is why there's hope. The generation that behinds it are a bunch of snaggle two snarly haters. Seriously. A lot of you don't know because you don't have kids my age. You got, I have kids in their 20s. And through them, I connect with their, with their society and what people are like at their age. Not your 12-year-olds and 13-year-olds. They're in big trouble. They're raised with masks on their face. Not the, not, the, not the 18 to 29s. They hate you. They hate me. They hate evangelicals. They hate the Satan worshipers. They hate Republicans. They hate Democrats. They hate everything and question everything. There's hope for them. And they're huge. It's a huge generation. That's who we win. That's who we win. God says it. Listen, it's better to be cold. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou wert cold or hot. So then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I'll spew you out of my mouth. So God says, I want you cold, a snarled, nasty person. I'd rather you be that way and say it out loud than some sort of religious uh, you know, prude that walks into church and acts like you're saved when you're not. There's hope. I haven't given up. I'm my own generation, pretty much given up. Oh, Tom, that's not Christ-like. Well, they can show me different. I'll preach the gospel to them. But they're the ones who caved. Who's not getting vaccinated in this culture? 25s and belows are saying, no, thank you. We don't trust you. We hate you as much as we hate the other side. We hate the vax. We hate the unvaxed. We don't like any of you. All you do is lie to us. When we step into your churches, you tell us we're saved when we're not. We'd rather you smack us with the gospel and just tell us the truth and we can just hate you outright instead of being a swarmy, lukewarm, ark church pastor. There's lots of people who think they're saved when they're not. Listen, Matthew 7, 21 through 23 is not mythology, folks. This is going to happen. It's going to happen. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name done, cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works. And then will I profess unto them, I knew, never knew you. Depart from me, ye that works iniquity. Let me translate that. Ye that does not repent of sin. 
You, listen, people can tell you the swarmy religious stuff. Listen, the new evangelical church, well, the current evangelical church is the new Catholic church. It's just religion. It's just Pentecostal religion. Worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Yes, I'm living with my girlfriend. Have no intention of repenting, but I worship you, Lord. Oh, we got a job for you. You want to be our worship leader? Gay choir director at Hillsong Church, New York. Oh, look at, look at us love as he burns in hell for all of eternity because of you. Look at me, love. Many will say that. It's coming. Lord, we did all these wonderful works in your, we even prophesied in your name. And he never knew them. They're not on the, they're not on the list. They're not in the book of life. Well, Tom, I don't believe in lists. Well, good, congratulations. Go join the YMCA. Go get your participation trophy and burn in hell for all of eternity. God does lists. See how quiet I can make a room? See, some of you, it's like, you, you don't want to say that. That sounds religious. Like, like God's about a list. I've been taught for years that God is not about do's and don'ts. You've never read this book, have you? Never, you haven't read it. You've listened to people talk to you. In, in some sort of vague reference to this book, but you yourself have never dived into this bad boy, have you? Otherwise, you'd see lots of lists. Here's lists, 1 Corinthians 6, 9, Galatians 5, 19 through 21, Revelation 21, 8, lists of those who will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. Lists of them. He's all about lists. Paul na names, this is the acts of the carnal nature. Long list of which a few of mine are on there that I wish were not. But I apply them to myself anyway because I go with the Bible. For the word of God is quick, it's powerful, it's sharp, piercing, discerning, dividing. Oh, anything that divides, Tom, cannot be of Christ. Really? The man who said, I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be the members of his own household. And you honestly believe that anything that divides is not of Christ? If you don't divide at all, you're not in Christ. You should be coming out from among them and be separate. People should be saying about you, well, they are different. <laughs> You should, like, I don't go out much, kind of a homebody. But when I was out, I was noticeably different for the last year and a half. <laughs> Strolling through Inglewood Hospital, everybody in there in full biohazard suits. I look like this, except for I got one of my warrior t-shirts on and jeans. And I have nurses going as I walk by. Everybody's going to die in here, sitting in the emergency room. Nobody, I don't know who had COVID and who didn't. They were all masked. I was sitting in there by myself. 50 other people. I'm the only one in there without a mask. <laughs> Home Depot, as I walk by, the old lady's looking at me. I just look at him. I'm not afraid. You're a coward. I'm not afraid. My head's held high. 
He's the glory and he's the lifter of my head. Whatever I bind is bound. Whatever I loose is loosed. I'm not afraid. Well, I believe that too, Tom. But you got to use wisdom. No thank you to your heresy. You might as well just believe it takes a village then and go follow Hillary Clinton on the internet. If you're going gonna, gonna, gonna to use slogans, then use them. Mom ain't happy, the whole house ain't happy. You can shove that one up your caboose too. <laughs> Sideways. All those slogans are garbage. They're not Bible. God can heal, but you don't know if he will heal. That's not the Bible. It's heresy. It's from hell. It's, it's, it's demon doctrine. You don't believe in prosperity, you believe in demons. Oh, Tom, you can't say that. That's what the purple hair lady on God TV says. Well, she's right about that. I don't know what else she's right about, but she's right about that. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. Never let the Bible get in the way of your doctrine, 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. He wants your, his will is for me to be rich. Well, yeah. We're supposed to be feeding the poor, not being the poor. <laughs> See, that's the modern church. Make me indistinguishable from the people I'm supposed to be raising up. You're supposed to be wealthy, a shiny city on a hill, and helping people to climb that mountain to go where you are. You're not supposed to be down with them. Well, I really understand your poverty because I myself am filthy, rotten, poor. <laughs> what good does that do? I love, I love people too much to try not to offend them. Did everybody catch that? I love you too much to sit around and try not to offend you. I want to, I, I, see, I'm like the paddles. A lot of police calls in my life. You ever seen somebody on the side, get thumped back to life? You ever seen somebody get injected with Narcan? Amazing. Seriously. I saw a guy. He's dead in his tub for all intents and purposes. In an apartment in Sarasota on Bee Ridge Road. Went in there. The guy's just, I'm like, he's dead. Paramedics came in. Oh, he's not dead. Bam. Fill him full of Narcan. Takes away all the drugs. It eliminates all the effects of drugs in your body instantly. The guy's That's what I am. <laughs> I'm Narcan. <laughs> he didn't want that shot either, but he got it. I'm the paddles. You'll glad after, the, after you get it, you'll be glad. Not pleasant when you do get it. And I want you to know something. In quotes, they will come for you. Depart from me, you worker of iniquity, for I never knew you. Those who evangelize that way into teaching people to produce nothing and go straight to hell, they'll come for you too. Especially those of you who come to this church from your other churches, because your churches were weak-spined. And now you've come here and you're like, oh man, I, you know what, I, I'm scared. <laughs> like I said on the video for the podcast, you're better off scared than dead. Spiritually dead. They will come for you. Your old churches are going to come calling. You know what? You know, we're open now. And, you know, we're, 
we hate Joe Biden just like that crazy chubby pastor you're listening to now. And, uh, you know, we're, we're with you on that. And matter of fact, I've started a new podcast and I, and I call myself the, the Patriot Pastor. And I mean, hey, you know, I'm pro-life and I mean, come on back. You know, you're not going to be offended and nobody's going to tell you you're an idiot or shove things up your caboose. That's not going to happen anymore. So... And so they'll, they'll, they're going to come for you. Guess what they'll do again? This time, this time when it comes for you for climate change, and they're having to live under their PPP obligations. And they're like, you know what? Right now, what's, what's Biden doing right now? What's the latest pandemic? You know? Firearms. They're starting, yep, it's under the CDC. Oh, the CDC doesn't have any power. Really, they revoked landlords from being able to make people pay rent. Now the CDC is saying that your firearm is a pandemic. Don't believe me? Pull up video, go in your home today, type in CDC director Walensky firearms. Right wing website, no, it's all over. They're proud of it. That same pastor will give his guns to them and tell you to do the same in the name of love. Stop the murders. In the name of love. Watch. Same guy who's now, right now, a patriot pastor. Because he's seen, you know what, man, my church has turned to garbage. A lot of these churches that didn't stand are having the worst years, 20 and 21, that they've ever had. And they're banding together. Well, we're all going through. I saw Jonathan Shuttlesworth preaching about it the other day. Well, we're all banding together. That's somebody you need to follow. You need to be following Rodney Howard Brown. You need to be following Arthur Polosky. You need to be following Jonathan Shuttlesworth. You need to be following Greg Locke. Follow the people who stand. But he's saying these pastors are communicating back. Well, we're all in the same boat. Yeah, the spineless boat. The ankle grabbers. That's the boat they're in. Yeah, picture that. I mean that in the proctological sense. <laughs> Picture a boat floating down the river. There they all are. There's the ankle grabbers. And they'll do it again. Because unless you repent, you haven't come Jesus style. Just because you reopened your church. Well, we're not masking anymore, you know. We're not doing any of that. You know, we're, we're, we're back together. But you never turn from your original compromise. Jesus style is to come out and say, confess, I was wrong. I'm sorry I was wrong. And their churches would be filled with the Holy Spirit and power again. Problem is, they were compromised long before COVID. COVID just bubbled them to the surface, refined them like fire in the opposite direction. And these people will come for you. They are, they're going to come for you. Whether you're a lifer at Foundation Church or this is new for you, they will come for you. That's why you got 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. This was not written to the normal Christian. This was actually written to Christian leadership. The verse before is, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. That's 1 Peter 5, 6, and 7. Here's 5, 8. Be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Walking about for you in the form of one of his servants. 
devil's not going to come to you personally. I know all the Christians in the world, they always think they're being tormented by devils. They're not. It's your own carnal nature. If you're winning the lost, giving sight to the blind, performing miracles, the devil might dispatch a demon to you, but that's a finite amount. So for the self-consumed bipolar Christian at home who believes they're tormented by demons, who comes to church once a month, no, it's all you. Just call yourself Satan, just like Jesus called Peter Satan, because you are your own personal devil. You don't even need the devil. You're welcome. I know that really blows some of you. Yeah, but now the devil, I'm not important enough for a devil, no. No. Sorry. You're just self-consumed. I blow up all the Pentecostal religion too. Anything that's Pentecostal religion, I've been Pentecostal since 1987, raised Catholic all the way from 1968 to 87, got saved, went into the Pentecostal movement, the Assembly of God Church. I'll blow up all that religion too. Some of the most miserable people I've ever met in my life speak in tongues every day. She knows. I will not do my leg lengthening spiel for a third week in a row, but I want to. Some of you have no idea what I'm talking about. That's a good thing. They will come for you. Matthew 7, 15 and 16. Jesus talking here. Beware of false prophets. In other words, look for them. How do you know a false prophet? No Bible. No, they have Bible verses, Tom. Yeah, half verses. Half of a verse mixed with an hour and a half worth of their personal feelings. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing. They'll come to you looking the part of a solid Christian. But inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You shall know them by their fruits. Beware of them. If it's not Bible, listen, if the Bible offends you, you know, everybody talks about Joshua 24, 15, right? As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That's the last part of that verse. The first part of the verse is, if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom we will serve. Whether the gods which your fathers served, which were on the other side of the river, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It seems evil. The Bible seems evil to people. That's why they have to add their wisdom. Gotta add my wisdom because the Bible's too evil. So I gotta add my love to it. Because I'm so much more loving than the Bible. You're more loving than Yahweh? Jesus, who is the Bible? In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John chapter 1, verse 1. You're, you're, more, than, you're more loving than Jesus Christ, who was nailed to a cross, sinless, spotless lamb for your sin and mine? You're more loving that you need to filter the Bible. They will come for you. So you better 1 John 4, 1. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world and deceived many people. I added that deceived many people part at the very end. That's out of Matthew chapter 24. You need, to, you need to see. How do, let, me, let me tell you, I told the first service this, and I want to tell, make sure that you know it. 
How do you know the left in the world? How do you spot the left? There will always be two things. The left means not just the left like Democratic Party. I'm talking about the, the, the party of Davos. The World Economic Forum, which is trying to usher in the mark of the beast. The Antichrist spirit. How do you spot them? There's always two things. Always. Always. You can, you can smell it. It's like when you drive down the road. You know in Florida, I smell skunk. Somebody hit a skunk. Somewhere. It could be within a 10-mile radius. You smell that skunk. I smell it. It's like when you buy a puppy and you come in your house. He poops somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where yet, but I smell poop. <laughs> but what are the two characteristics of evil? Lies and murder. Where? Murder? These people, are, you don't think they're murderers? You don't think Joe Biden's a murderer? What happened at Abbey Gate at the Kabul airport? What happened? They were warned 12 hours in advance at that gate. They were told in advance. And they left 13 of our soldiers standing there. Don't care. Because if you can pull them out piece by bloody piece out of the womb, then you don't care about them 19 years later and they're in a Marine's uniform. They're murderers from the beginning. That's the, that's the very definition of Satan in John chapter 8, verses 44 and 45. He's a murderer from the beginning. He's the father of lies. His native language is lies, and he does not hold to the truth. That's a, that's a characteristic of the modern church. They don't hold to the truth. They bow. They bend their knee. They're asked to jump by Anthony Fauci, and the church says, how high, Anthony? We love you. Let us show us. Let, let us show the world our love through our capitulation. You should be testing the spirits. Where is the murder? Where is the lies? Is a murderer telling me to put a mask on? Is a murderer telling me that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated? So if it's a murderer telling me that, then what are his motives? Murder. Bill Gates said it out loud. He slipped at a TED conference. My goal is to lower the Earth's population using vaccines to do it. Pull this up on the pull this up on the World Health Organization's website. They had to publicly apologize that the polio vaccines being pumped into hundreds of thousands and millions of kids were laced with sterilizing agents. Whoops! How'd that get in there? It's not right-wing conspiracy. It's on their website. They did it. They had to admit to it. Bill Gates personally, personally paralyzed 496,000 children. He's been removed from the country of India. There's a standing civil case against him in India. He's not allowed in the country. Facts. That's the truth. Where do you get all that information from? Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s website. And as he says, and believe me, we don't agree. He's a baby butcher too. We don't, <clears throat> we don't agree on much. But where he's right, he's right. 
And like he says on there, if Bill Gates said, if Bill Gates thought any of this was wrong, he'd be suing me for defamation. It's been going on between them for 20 years. Not a word. It's Billy knows what Billy's doing. His father was on the very first board, the formation of Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood, which personally kills 348,000 black Americans a year. That's just the black Americans, not the whites. And the black people keep voting for the very people that put those institutions on every one of their street corners. Find the murderers. It's easy. It's easy. Find the murderers. Even people who say they're pro-life. Send our kids over to fight their proxy wars so that they can fund Honeywell and Lockheed Martin for their own, you know, where does that come from? That's just the root of all evil. Love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they've erred from the faith. That's why pastors close their churches. They love money. I close, I get that me money. Everybody else, in the, every, I mean, all these pastors, they love everybody so much. They're doing their Zoom services while, they're, while they're, their restaurant tours are going bankrupt. Their electricians, their electrician companies going bankrupt. They don't care. They got the PPB money. We love you so much. Hey, you know, church fam. We're all together, better together, together alone. They're a bunch of liars. J.B. Pritzker, Illinois governor. He's mandating everybody from two on wear masks in school. What does he do on his own time? He vacations right here. Maskless in his big fat body. Right here. I can call him fat because he's a lot fatter than me. When you're fat, you can call people fat. It's like Irish. I can say whatever I want about Irish and Germans. Whatever I want. Of course, I say whatever I want anyway. But I'm just saying, there will be good rules for you maybe. So you test the spirits. Just walk in the house, right? There's poop somewhere. That's what you'll remember. There's poop somewhere. And that poop is lies and murder. 60 million babies per year murdered in the womb, in the birth canal, and just outside of it. Per year. Worried about 3 million COVID deaths? About 3 million COVID deaths? 300 million people have starved to death from 2020 to right now in 2021. 300 million people have started, starved to death in the third world because the first world was shut down. So to try to save your two to three million COVID, you killed off 300 million. They're murderers from the beginning. Oh, Tom, that's politics. Murder's politics? Abortion's politics to you? You must not read this thing. Where God said, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And you stick a vacuum in the back of their skull and suck out their brains to God's child? I don't know if I'd want to tick off Yahweh. I think if I was a butcher, a baby butcher, I'd be watching my back for God. People mock, well, let a lightning strike. You better watch. Listen, God is still God. He disciplines those he loves and punishes everyone he accepts as a son. And he is angry at the wicked every day. Psalm 711, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 6. So you need to test the spirits. Who is it that's calling me right now? What are, what are his or her characteristics? Are they a false prophet? Are they preaching the gospel? Is there heaven and hell in their doctrine? Do they ever talk about repentance? Do they ever talk about judgment? 
Because if they don't, if they're not talking about the mark of the beast, look at me right now, it'll be a couple thousand people that watch this service. If you're going to a church that is not preaching about the mark of the beast, you are going to the wrong church. We should be standing up. We shouldn't be avoiding topics because they seem extreme. How extreme is it when the entire European Union can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without their COVID pass? And on the good side of things, you need to know my wife's always telling me, make sure you get to the good news. I'll tell you the good news. One of the biggest COVID caving states on the planet, or countries on the planet, is Denmark. They just rescinded everything. They turned back. They pulled their green cards off the shelf. You're done. You don't have to have a COVID pass, vaccine passport, nothing. They pulled them all back. Vladimir Putin did the same thing in Russia. Pulled them off. Look at the people in Paris. The people in Paris are saying, you know what? I want to say something bad, but I I can't cuss. I don't cuss anywhere. It's not just I don't cuss in the pulpit, but these are the moments where I wish I still could. <laughs> so people are going to the shop owners, the, rest, the, restaurant, the, the, the restaurant owners in Paris. They're saying, you know what? Forget you guys. Well, they're bringing their own food, setting a table before them in the presence of their enemies while their businesses go out. You don't want us? We don't want you. There's a, there's a restaurant. Gosh, I've got to get the name. I'll put it out on the podcast because I didn't get to it last night. There's a restaurant in Florida. You're not allowed in if you voted for Joe Biden. Fine. Fine. They don't want us. We don't want you. I'm fine with it. The word of God's quick, powerful, sharp, discerning, and dividing. There comes a time for division. I'm just saying, listen, if, no, if they're not doing that, I'm not going to do that. But you're not going to tell me that I'm some grievous threat to your health and I'm not allowed in your business and that I'm just going to open mine to you. No, you need to enforce the Bible. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever man sows, that shall he also reap. You don't want us? That's fine. I don't watch the NFL anymore. I don't watch college. I'm not watching college. Everybody's all excited yesterday. Because you got all these stadiums and they're doing the jump thing in Wisconsin and the uh, inter-Sandman at uh, Virginia Tech. I'm like, guys, listen, do you realize that they're mandating vaccines to those kids playing the game? I have somebody who knows, I played football at the University of of Central Florida in Orlando. That's where I played. And I asked a friend of mine who is pretty much in the know there about what's the COVID policy there because I'm like, I'm not watching. 70% of UCF's players are vaccinated. And they have a threat over their head that if you don't get vaccinated and it turns out that your phone goes off and says that you're within six feet of somebody who was unvaccinated or was infected, you're you're gonna be suspended. I'm not watching. I'm not watching. I'm not, I'm not living that way. Look at me, I'm not living that way. I don't care that, you know, I get a few goosebumps from people doing this in the stands. Who cares? They're a bunch of monkeys in a cage. I'm not living that way. I'll watch bowling instead. I don't care. Listen, I'm not. I'm done. I've been done with the NFL for a long time. I'm done with the NCAA. If if you're watching, you're part of the problem. Tom, Tom, you point your finger at people? Yes, I don't care. I told you I'm gone. 
I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be approved by the religious church. I'm not going to be approved by the world, and I don't care. I hate what they stand for as much as they hate me personally. I don't care. I'm not watching. I was slipping through preparing for the podcast and all. It was college football day yesterday. And I'm like, there was a part of me. I was like, man, I miss that. You know, it's always relaxing to watch football. And I'm like, I can't. I feel checked in my spirit. You can't go back. I'm not going back. I'm not going to support that garbage where they're making, listen, making a kid who's 21 years old who has a 0.0% chance of dying of COVID who's muscle-bound and in perfect health, who actually doesn't eat like me. Even though I'm in perfect health, all the seaweed eaters get sick all the time. I never get sick. I know there's extreme of extreme things, but you know what I do over my health? I bind. I loose. I'm never sick. I've had three stomach viruses since 2000. That's all that's ever got me, ever. It's the one that waylaid me earlier this year. I'm still torqued about that. That unbelief got in and got me sick. Tommy, do you believe that? Yes, that's the Bible. If that offends you because Aunt Nora told you you don't say things like that, Aunt Nora needs to go up sideways. I'm not believing Aunt Nora. Jesus said whenever there's an expectation of the miraculous and it does not occur, it's unbelief. That's what Jesus said every time. Mark 9, 24, Matthew 17, 20, Mark 4, 37 through 41. Read them. Yeah, I memorized them. You don't, you don't want to believe that you're divinely made well and healed? Fine, you're in contradiction to the word of God. I know there's extreme. If I was up here and I was 474 pounds and I was up for, you know, a, a spot on 600-pound life on TV, I know that. But don't live in that realm of it could go bad at any moment. That's the, that's the enemy's realm. Sudden disaster belongs to the enemy. Have no fear of sudden disaster or of the ruin that overtakes the wicked. You have no fear of that. If you're a few pounds over, a few pounds under, whatever, forget that stuff. You live in divine health if you bind and loose the way that you should. All the seaweed suckers, oh, I gotta make sure, I gotta make sure that I got all the, and they got, they got their pill box out with their Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and they take all their different vitamin this and vitamin that. They're sicker than I am. I live on Slurpees and M&Ms, and they're sicker than me. I never get sick. Believe the word of God. Test the spirits. Got to finish with this. I could go on. I don't want to keep you all day. And I'm hungry, finally. I've been nauseated all day till just now. I think I'm going to have to watch the jalapeno-laden beef and cheese from Hawa from now on. I reaped what I sowed yesterday. <laughs> so I'll finish right here. They're coming for you. There's nothing to be scared of. It's just something to be aware of. 2 Corinthians 11, 12 through 15 says this, but what I do... I will also continue to do 
that I may cut off the opportunity from those who desire an opportunity to be regarded just as we are in the things of which we boast. That sounds prideful, does it not? What's Paul talking about? He's saying, I'm not going to allow fake pastors, COVID-caving pastors, fake Christians, COVID-caving Christians, fake people who are claiming to be that which they are not. I'm not going to let them do that. For such are false prophets. All the ones that have not repented, that are not talking about the mark of the beast, they're false prophets. Yes, I'm putting it into modern day example. Well, you can put this anywhere. It would absolutely rivet your soul. I need to find the article. Because I have an article about many, many large church names at a conference that was held. And these names of books that you've probably written about how they truly feel about homosexuality. The mainline Christian pastors. What they really think. For that day will not come unless the falling away comes first. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. It's all about love. This is not our fight. This is not our time. We need to do what the experts tell us to do. They're trying to save our lives. False apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves. They try to look loving. Aren't you glad I don't bother with that? I don't try to put on love. If you don't like it, this is love. It's the Bible. You've heard more from the Bible than you heard from me. Transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. And no wonder, this is the verse everybody knows, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of unrighteousness, whose end will be according to their works. Jude chapter 4. For certain individuals whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped in among you. Secretly slipped in among you. They are ungodly people who pervert the grace of God into a license for immorality. Doesn't matter, you know, he has a good heart. You know, yeah, I know he's sexually immoral or he's a bold-faced liar, drug addict, alcoholic. He's kind of, you know, he's a good heart. No, they're ungodly people that tell you that people like that are going to heaven. They're not. They have to turn from their sin. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew chapter 4, verse 17. They are ungodly people who pervert the grace of God into a license for immorality and deny Jesus Christ our only sovereign and Lord. And this is the verse I'll finish with today. Because this will happen to a lot of you new Foundation Church people. 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 18. I've used this verse about 27 times in the last three or four months. It's titled in the New King James, Deceptions of False Teachers. For, the, for when they speak great swelling words of emptiness, they're talking about being lured out of the church. For when they speak their great swelling words of emptiness, they allure through the lust of the flesh, through lewdness, the ones who have actually escaped from those who live in error. So you've escaped Worship team, make your way. You have escaped. Don't go back. No matter how swarmy they are. But they're so loving, you know. They're inviting me out to dinner. And, you know, their kids and our kids play together. And we vacation together. And don't go back. 
It was very warm yesterday watching college football come across my screen. It's not going back. I choose life in Christ over the world. I'm not going back. They'll come at you with great swelling words of emptiness, of accommodation and tolerance. Saying, you know what? I know you're struggling right now. Struggling is a whole lot of minutia. You never need to struggle. You stand in the word. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. We're told in 2 second, in second Peter chapter 1, verse 10, there's a whole list right in front of that, that if you do these things, you will never struggle. You never have to struggle. That's a lie. That's the same thing as it takes the village. It's a lie. Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. What does always mean in the Greek? How about the English? How about German? He's always, well, you know, you know, God's going to teach you some lessons. It's not what the Bible says. You're always, we, we'll teach ourselves lessons, and it'll work good on our behalf in the midst of our stupidity, but you're always supposed to triumph. If you're not winning, something's wrong. You are caused to triumph. And the last thing I'll tell you is the second part of that verse. And maketh manifest the salver of his knowledge by us in every place. You are the light of the world. People smell God through your success. People smell God through your courage. That's why we stand. That's why I've never closed a day in my life. I've never worn a mask. I've never rubbed alcohol gel over my hands. I'll never take that filthy, rotten, toxic vaccine ever. And we will stand. This, this is my hill. I'm not moving. Look at me, ever. I have people at the door, don't change. I've never changed. Ask Pete, you've been with me for, nothing's changed. I'll never change. Don't you change either, and don't you go back. You test the spirits. Don't go back. Stand with me, every hand in the air. Thank you so much for joining us. We know that when there are this many people in person are watching online that there is a chance that some have not started a relationship with Christ. If that's you, and you would like a relationship with Jesus that washes away the stain of sin, you will need to start by repenting of your sin, confessing with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and asking Him to be the Lord over your life. That means giving up control. If you have never prayed this or you have fallen away and want to return to the kingdom of life, repeat this prayer after me and mean it. Lord Jesus, I ask you right now to come into my life and be my Lord and be my Savior. I ask you to forgive me for all of my sins and I now turn from them and I give you my life from this day on in Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you said that prayer, you are saved. Thank you for listening to Foundation Church's weekly message. We hope that you have been encouraged and empowered. If you would like to partner with us, please visit foundationchurchfl.com and click on Give.